Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Off the Handlebars Podcast. I'm your host, B. Shanice, and I'm here today to talk about how to jumpstart a debt-free journey. For anyone looking to pay off some debt, to get in a better space in your financial journey, or to even just tackle some things that may be stressing you out um, and better prepare for all of it, um, um, this episode is definitely for you. So before we get started, I am going to do my three good things. My first one is that I figured out how to do video podcasts, guys. Oh my gosh. I released my first one last month. I'm sorry, that's wrong. I released my first one last week for my traumatic jury duty experience episode. And now, whenever I have guests on or I am feeling cute the day that I record, I will probably jump on video. So that's my first one. My second one is now that I have video and know how to navigate that part of my podcast, I will be starting an Off the Handlebars po- uh, podcast YouTube channel and uploading all my all my episodes to YouTube. Some will just be audio. Some will be video, like I stated. Um, when I can record on video, I plan to. If I ever record with any type of guests, I plan to have those on there. And I'm just really looking forward to building out this passion of mine and seeing all that it can turn into. Um, and my third good thing that I am grateful for is... My alone time that I do get, um, especially on Wednesdays when I don't have legend, but also just the time that I have during the day to kind of reflect whenever I'm not like on a work meeting or working on a work project. Like I literally just sit in my feelings. I sit with my thoughts. I come to have lots of come to Jesus moments and I cry, I smile, I dance, I laugh, I watch my shows, I watch things that I wouldn't typically watch without my son being here, or with him being here, I watch those, so yeah, I'm just really appreciative of my alone time, mostly to just process whatever feelings and things I'm going through at that time. Um, I have a really big change happening this week that I will definitely talk about more on another episode, but the alone time I've had this week has so far has allowed me to process those feelings and they've been really big feelings and I probably cried it like five times in a total of two to three days since like Sunday. Um, yeah, Sunday, Monday. I did. So two days. Um, Tuesday, I felt better. Wednesday, I felt great. So yeah, that's all. All right. So how to jumpstart a debt-free journey. For those that don't know what a debt-free journey is, it means going on a plan and coming up with action steps and items to pay off your debt. I entered a debt-free journey twice, once when I paid off my student loans in my mid-20s and another time in my late 30s or late 20s, early 30s. I mean, (laughs) I'm all off today. Um, The second time was my late 20s and early 30s when I paid off the rest of my debt. I had medical bills, I had credit cards, I had a car note um, and a personal loan through a family member that I ended up having to pay back. So um, yeah, that's what a debt-free journey is. It's basically 
making the decision that you're going to do better with your money and not really spend most of your take-home pay on paying other people back. That was that was my biggest motivator for it too. So to get started on a debt-free journey, you're going to want to, number one, probably forgive yourself for all your decision-making and getting into the debt in the first place, for taking it on, for feeling like regardless of what you were going through, that was your only option and that is what you did. Forgive yourself for the number or the different balances or whatever the case may be that you do have and shift your mindset that although I did all of this, I am ready to tackle it, whatever it may look like. It can be very overwhelming and intimidating. I'm not going to lie, but it is your decision making and you're doing. So we also got to take some accountability, right? Say it with me. Accountability. One more time. Accountability. We are going to take accountability. And that's okay. This is how we learn. This is how we grow. This is how we become better people. Um, Another thing you're going to want to do when you first start out is figure out your why. What are you even doing this for? What do you want to pay off your debt for? So that you can eventually buy a home. So that you can save up for a new car. So that you can invest more or save more. So that you can prepare for your children or their futures. So that you can just get all these lenders out of your pocket. I mean... It's fine to want to keep the money that you actually work for. That's completely fine. So figure out your why because when things get tough, when you feel defeated, when things come up that are unexpected, you can kind of get knocked off of your focus of paying off your debt. So as long as you have your why at your forefront, you'll be able to keep going. Next thing you'll want to do is write down all of your balances. So what what is your debt? What does the big picture look like? What is the total number? What is the breakdown of that? Um, check your credit report and run a, run, a free, run a free one at annualcreditreport.com so that you can make sure you know what the big picture is. Things that you may be paying out of your account or out of your paychecks every couple weeks or whatever the case may be and whatever cadence that you get paid um, may not be the big picture. There may be some things in collections that are waiting for you to either settle or dispute if it's not correct. Put in a dispute for it. Um, so make sure you know what you're even attacking and what you need to handle right off the bat. Next thing you can do is write out your minimum payments for all of your debt. So whatever it is that the minimum payments are, write that out so you even know what that balance is per month that has to go out from your expenses. And before you start paying any additional on principal balances, which means that's outside of what you owe as the minimum balance each month, make sure you establish at least one to two months of expenses for an emergency fund. This will help you not go into more debt while on your debt-free journey in case a emergency comes about or an emergency pops up or an emergency or expense that you didn't realize you were going to have to pay for actually happens then you kind of already have that money set aside and it doesn't cause you to swipe your card for this or take out a loan for this or whatever the case may be those credit card interest rates are outrageous so remember to not use it as an emergency we don't we want to get away from using that as your emergency or security blanket blanket 
Um, if you don't know where to start for an emergency fund account or high yield savings account um, to store your emergency fund, you can use the link in my bio on my Fit Momance page, which is um, Marcus Goldman Sachs. If you sign up using my referral link, I'll also put it in the show note descriptions and the show notes of the description for this specific episode. Um, if you end up using my referral link, you and I both get an extra 1% on top of the percentage that they pay you based on the amount of money you have in there. So it's a really good way to earn extra money while you literally have money setting aside that you already usually set aside. Um, if you already have your emergency fund and you already have at least one to two months of expenses, great. If you have more than that and you have maybe three to six months of expenses already saved, I would say whatever you have outside of that, throw that money on your debt or put it in a specific fund if you're saving it for something specific. Um, if you're saving it for something specific, I would put it in your emergency fund or high yield savings account. If you um, don't have anything to do with it, but you have debt, you can really knock down some balances with a lump sum by utilizing what you have outside of your three to six months of expenses saved. So that's the first thing. Some people really hoard cash. I saw online y'all where this girl was making something, somebody in her twenties, um, she was making $650,000 a year. She had maybe a hundred and something K in her 401k that she's been contributing to, but she's also had 650,000 in liquid cash just sitting. Um, I'm not sure if she had debt or what the case was. It was just like a glance I took at it. But if you have that much money and you're not planning to purchase a home with that, um, then I would totally throw some of that money at debt. Not ever. I realize not everybody has 650k in savings. However, whatever you have outside of what you absolutely need can be used is my point. So if you have your emergency fund, great. If you do not have your emergency fund with at least one to two months of expenses saved, then you definitely want to start a plan to start put money there before you put any additional money on your principal balances or any extra payments on your debt. So you need to figure out how much money you have left over after paying all your bills and all your debt minimums. Whatever that number is per month or per, per every two weeks or pay per every week if you get paid every week, whatever that money is, then split it between all of your debts or throw a lump sum towards just one or a couple of them if you choose. However you decide to attack your debt, the one with the highest interest, the one with the lowest balance, whatever you choose to do, it is personal to you. Do what you feel is right, which doesn't feel too much of a restrict, like a restriction on you and your finances. Do what works for you. There is no one shoe fits all. There is no one plan that fits all. Just figure out how much money you have left and what you're going to do with it. Whether it's put it towards your emergency fund to build that or put it towards your debt and paying off the on those principal balances. So look at what you can do to also increase this number. So look at your existing expensive and expenses and see where you can save on either gas or groceries. Um, I, for my gas, I use the upside app. I also have a referral link on that, that I can plug on um, the show description for this. And 
just basically get cash back where you can and utilize savings where you can. Um, if it means not buying name brands on stuff for your household or your groceries, then that, that is it. Um, if it means canceling any unused subscriptions, you may have a whole bunch of subscriptions or streaming services that you're paying for that you don't really need. Um, you have to find patience and not having, um, things right away. So that means you, maybe you cancel your Amazon prime and you wait a few extra days to receive your packages, or maybe you just start a list of things that you want to buy, but don't buy right away and kind of control your impulse spending. But then you also do have a budget set aside or a set amount of money set aside where you're like, if I want to impulse spend, I'm going to, and this is what it's going to be out be for. If I want to eat out, then I have this amount of money set aside that this is what it's going to be for. And once I'm out of that money, I'm out of that money till the next time I get paid or till the next month when this money starts over. So that's where your delayed gratification comes in. Some things just have to wait because you are trying to do something bigger and better for yourself. And if it is that you find out you have a whole bunch of streaming services, please either spit the cloth with someone that you're close to and get on theirs or use their login or completely eliminate it and go without. I finally cut off my cable subscription and contract because I kept it for first. I kept it for Kardashians on the E channel. Then I kept it. Then they moved to Hulu, which I already had. Then I kept it for Team Mom, don't judge me on these shows, y'all. These are the, just my reality TV shows that I watch. Then I kept it for that, and I was like, well, I'm going to have to go without. Like, there's no point in me paying X amount of dollars because it was extra to have these quote-unquote premium channels. Um, and eventually, I was able to get logins from my family and my close friends, and now I can watch pretty much whatever I want. Um, I used my mom's YouTube TV, and I did offer her to pay half of what she's paying for that and she told me no she's not taking my money from me and to put that money in legends account so now what I, what I would pay for that streaming service specifically I put in legends account um because I am saving for him um and I am using that service if I had debt I would use that extra money and put it on the debt instead but now I just save it for him for whatever he needs um so yeah look for other people now I have multiple people logins and things on my um, Amazon fire stick. I no longer have cable and I'm loving it. It's all working out the way that I need it to. So team up with some people. If you got to write a Facebook status to ask, if you got to post an Instagram story or tweet that you need help because you're trying to save money and see who's willing to help you, then so be it. You can tell them it's temporary. You can tell them it might be forever. You can tell them you're just trying to figure out how to save money for this next month. So you can put money on your debt and pay off your debt faster. People, that love you or care for you will be willing to support you in whatever way that they can when it comes to this. And if that just may be one way they can support and help. So with that being said, you also want to try to look for ways to increase your income. Um, that may be, you know, working a side hustle or Working a part-time job, working overtime if you're an hourly employee and they allow overtime, putting in those extra hours to get that extra money into your bank account, um, asking for a raise or negotiating a pay. Um, decrease. If you do ask for a raise and negotiate a pay, 
please do your research and don't just go for a number you wish to have. Like really do your research on the market that you're in with the skills that you have for the job title you have and see what they are paying. Um, if you have to, then decrease your retirement match um, or what you're contributing to your retirement down to the match only. I would not recommend going to zero. Again, this is not financial advice because I am not a financial planner. I am just telling you what works for me and what I have seen in the debt-free community online. So definitely if you're contributing eight to 10% and they're only matching three, then go down to three for the time being just to get some more money in your take-home pay. Sometimes it's a temporary thing. It won't be forever. And hopefully once you pay off your debt, you'll have more money, right? Because you're not putting all this money towards all these people that you owe and you'll actually be able to keep it. And then you can then invest more later. Now with retirement, the amount of time you have on your side is very, very vital. So compound interest and starting, you know, at in your 20s is going to be better than starting in your 40s and 50s. But the more you contribute the more you can try to get out of your returns from the market and contributing to that. So look into your retirement and see what the logistics are and the specifics for you and your plan. Do what's right for you, obviously. But for me, what I ended up doing was scaling back and putting more money in my pocket for the meantime so I could put my extra money on my bills and not have to um, really do much labor outside of that, right? I just had to click a button and switch it depending on your age and where you are with your retirement savings will also depend on what that looks like for you. So again, do your own research. If you have specific questions, you can ask general broad questions to me on Instagram or DMS or in the story. Um, not story in the show, Spotify, like replies and things. If you want to, um, if you want something specific to yours, we can always meet and do a one-on-one -on -one money coaching for that. Um, so you also may just job hop and get, you know, get a new job where they increase your your take home simply because you switch to a new company. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you can switch internally within your already established company and find a job. Um, I'm going to plug two Instagrams accounts that I follow that I've really, really cool with and been close to for a long time. Um, when it comes to job hopping or finding a new job or becoming for basically our corporate girls, nine to five hotties, whatever you consider yourself. Um, you can follow fly.nanced on Instagram. That's my girl, Sania. She has amazing content on getting you to secure a big bag and job hopping. And then also Chris, the money mom on Instagram. She is amazing at what she does, um, from an HR perspective on telling you how to negotiate, what jobs to look for based off what certifications, if you have certifications or not, what to do, how your skills are transferable. Her and Sania really dive into that on their content. So follow them if you um, don't already. I will plug their names in the show, show notes as well. Another one I'm going to plug in, if you have been recently laid off or looking for some type of guidance on what to do since being laid off. I'm going to plug Imperfect Taylor. That is my girl Taylor on Instagram. She has amazing content as well, helping you kind of navigate that tough season and what that may look like for you. So 
the first one was fly.nance on Instagram. Second one is Chris the Money Mom. And the third one is Imperfect Taylor. So outside of following them and getting information on what to do about your current employment status, um, you can also look into cashback apps. Um, I know like you can upload receipts into a fetch app um, and get cash back on that and cash that out. And whatever that income is, put it on your debt. Don't look at it as income for extra things unless it's something you absolutely need. Um, so definitely utilize those cashback apps. Again, I have a link for upside. If you want to do that. Um, I also do grocery delivery instead of going into the grocery store. Cause it just saves me money. Cause I can see exactly how much I'm spending. I do have a link to that as well. And I would say just navigate, um, getting cash back, whether it's through a credit cards, if you're using responsible credit card use, or whether it's through a cashback app specifically to get whatever extra in income you have and put it towards your debt. I'm telling you, anytime you make a 5 or $10, $2 payment on that debt, it will go down when you make it on the principal. And the goal is to get it as low as you can, right? To put, get it closest to zero as you can. So anytime you have any extra unexpected checks or refunds or bonuses, whatever, anything that's coming in that is outside of your take home and expenses put it i would recommend putting it towards your debt or saving it where you need to putting it towards your emergency fund if you don't have it already just so you can feel more secure in your finances one of the other things you have to learn how to do on a debt free journey is to say no and that means saying no to yourself and to others like we really need to focus on our needs and our goals remembering our why you aren't able to go to every event or you can't buy every item you want. Um, the impulse spending and going out to eat and brunches and liquor, whatever the case may be, look for ways to save money on that. Go when the kids eat free or go when um, you can split a tab or shareables with people. Um, it's okay to be open with the people that you hang around and tell them where you are and that that's not really in the budget right now. If we can, you know, come up with a suggestion or a solution to, okay, I can't spend X amount of dollars, but I can spend this. Can we go somewhere within this or go somewhere that has this? My cousin called me last week. I was literally laying on the couch, relaxed AF with my pants unbuttoned and everything. Legends chilling. I'm chilling. We had no plans to go anywhere. My cousin hit me up and was like, hey, it's restaurant week. I'm trying to go out. Let's see what we can do. And I'm like, I can tell you right up front. I have went crazy with my spending budget this month and I can't afford to pay for legend and I. So let me know what you're thinking. I'll see, I'll look at the menus and see if I can go some, we can go somewhere where I can pay for one person. He either, he can either eat off of us, um, or, you know, I can feed him, try to feed him before, but I can't go and just spend all this money. Cause I already know where I am. Like, it's okay to speak that out. Right. Um, being invited on a trip and being like, well, I can't really afford it this go this go round or I can only go for X amount of days. Um, I might have to just eat an appetizer at the <laughs> at the places we go to versus ordering a whole meal. Or if anybody wants to split meals, let me know. Like things like that. Being vocal and open allows people to one, respect where you are in your boundaries in your debt free journey. And two, it helps them save money, too, at the end of the day. So if you're around people that don't want to save money and that don't support your debt free journey, 
you may have to distance yourself from those people just for a little while while you get through this and surround yourself with people who are for it and that will help you and support you in it. It's not always easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's doable. So say no to things. Make a list of all these things you want to do, places you want to go, things you want to buy, whatever the case may be. Make a list. Start, start a running list of what you want to buy, what you're thinking of doing, what you said no to that you want to say yes to later. Make a list. And every time you celebrate a milestone and paying off debt, whether it be all of it or whether it be after paying off one balance or after you pay off X amount of dollars towards your debt, celebrate and go back to that list and still be able to give yourself the leisure and pleasure of spending money the way you want, but also handling your business and sticking to your goals. Um, the last thing you're going to want to do is always remember your why and that it is a short-term sacrifice for a long-term result. By no means does anyone go on the debt-free community and voice how easy it is to pay off debt. Regardless of how much you have, it is not easy. It does take a lot of discipline and self-control. But when you remember your why and what you're even doing it for in the first place, when you get knocked off and pick yourself up because you remembered your why and what you're even doing it for in the first place, remembering that it's a short-term sacrifice for a long-term goal and result of living life with debt freedom and financial freedom the way you choose to live and getting all these lenders and people out of your pocket that you owe debt to, it is totally worth it all. Take breaks when you need to, but remember your why and start back up. So those are my tips to help you jumpstart a debt-free journey. If you have any questions, please, again, feel free to reach out on Spotify. If you enjoy this content, remember that you can support me by doing a monthly subscription or contributing as low as 99 cents per month or one time. If you don't want to do it monthly, you can totally do it one time. I appreciate your dollar and your support so that I can continue to put out this good content and take this to the next level and reach more people, um, specifically to, you know, the black and brown people and the women of color and people of color and the BIPOC community. Like we really get a disadvantage to this information and to doing things this way because it is not taught to us as a community. It is not handed down to us as a community. And so here I am trying to hand this information to you and I would love for you to share it with someone that you know, share this episode specifically um, to help us as a generation be better, as a population be better, and to just do better because we know better. Um, so that's all I have today. I do want to share my off the handlebar moment, which is me rushing last week to go to the gym. And I was trying to get Legend out of the door, obviously, so I can drop him off before I go to the gym because I go to the gym after I drop him off some mornings. And I've put on these slides so I can put all this stuff in the car because he's not really being... Um, very helpful. He's just, you know, having to focus on putting on his shoes. So instead of, usually I have him carry some stuff as well. And then I carry some stuff to the car. But this morning I was like, let me throw in these slides. I have all this stuff to put in the car. I'll let him just focus on one thing. I'll do the rest. Long story short, I get to the gym and realize that I still have all my slides. I do not have my gym shoes. And I sent the picture to my trainer and I was just like, yeah, so we gonna have to make something shake today. 
my thankfully it was leg day and I could still do some modified versions of you know exercises and he switched up my routine a little bit but I just really forgot to change and grab my shoes so now my stepmom told me to make sure that I put an extra pair of shoes in my car and that's probably really smart so I'm gonna do that as well um so that I don't have to work out in socks and be barefoot <laughs> in the gym or working out in slides when um you know I forget my regular shoes excuse me so that is it for today. Um, feel free to share an Off the Handlebars moment with me if you haven't already. Be sure to follow at Off the Handlebars part on Pod on Instagram. And if you would love to help me, you can do so in the show description notes, like the description for the actual actual podcast. There is a support link to Anchor to support. You can do either ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine, and any help is appreciated. As I start to get more equipment and jumpstart, you know, these other avenues to reach people and for you to share and view my content. So thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you all as this is episode number 12. I just really am going to keep going and I, I appreciate all the feedback and hearing that you guys love what I'm doing and what I'm saying and that it's helping you because it really drives me to keep me going. My love language is words of affirmation. So anytime somebody tells me that they enjoy off the handlebars or that they share off the handlebars or that they mention off the handlebars or that they are looking for specific topics from off the handlebars, I love to show up for you guys and do that. It really just feeds me in the way that I need to do so. So appreciate you all. Have an amazing week and I will catch you next Wednesday. Bye.